0: Cutting up radio ladies and gentlemen And tonight The topic is actually Going to be racism The reason why That is going to be the topic tonight I feel like so Much Different shit has happened that I Just really need to Expand on Uh, Correction Speak on Like I just really would like to make it a topic of discussion. Y'all know what the hell I mean. So, the one thing that really has me thinking is the Nick Cannon firing. Now, I know that I believe it was um, a part of America where my brother uh, made mention about it and really talked on it. Well, me personally, I love, you know, deep diving and researching shit. When I found out the guest that Nick Cannon had on his show that led to him saying the stuff that led to his firing, I feel like that was bullshit. The reason why I say that, the man he was interviewing was Professor Griff. Professor Griff is the type of person he don't care what comes out of his mouth like he be speaking on truth but folks that speak the truth get killed he has openly discussed that he has had a house burned down books damaged and burned down all of that so I really feel like that Nick Cannon basically was feeding off of Professor Griff, I really feel like that he shouldn't have been fired because of what the hell his guests uh, talk about. Because anyone that researches Professor Griff, hell, entertain yourself. Look up Professor Griff Illuminati. There are countless videos that come up about the different shit that he says about the Illuminati. And I feel like, man, racist shit. The reason I say that, Ellen DeGeneres is a known asshole in the American world. Like, um, the uh, comedy world, the, um... The person that has her own show named after. She is known as being a habitual bitch. But. Regardless of who the hell she has on her show. Saying whatever the hell they want to say. I bet Ellen ain't going to get damn fired. Because of something that any goddamn body will say on her shit. And another thing that I would like to speak on. I seen a reaction video to Dave Chappelle eight forty six. Now anybody that's a Dave Chappelle fan knows that usually his comedy routines are hilarious. But Dave Chappelle eight forty six he was just speaking on the bullshit that's happening to black folks. Well there was a Graham Crack ass, Donald Trump ass nigga on YouTube. That said, Breonna Taylor was deep in the drug game. So, she deserved to die. Flindle Castile. He had illegal drugs in the car. That's why the policeman shot his ass seven times and killed him. Wasn't no search or anything. Just bullshit happening in America and I'm just sick of fucking seeing the racism because at one point in time they used to attempt to hide it but nah, shit racism so goddamn seen in America now. it make me fucking sick and I'm so sorry for the late intro brother but as usual I got my brother Kel on the podcast with me Man, like I say, I'm sorry for just um, going on that little rant, but, man, like I say, the racist-ass shit in America pissing me off, man.
1: Well, this was your topic, so that's why I was just letting you go ahead and, you know, vent uh, as much as you wanted to. But, um, oh, what are you going to say, something? Oh,
0: no, no, no. Uh, I welcome you to hop in, man. I've been talking long enough.
1: Um, all I was going to say, basically, is if you're tired of racism, well, you're going to have to leave America because I'm not saying America is the only racist country. But what I am saying is this is one of the only countries founded on racism, built on racism. So how do you not expect it to still run wild? Uh-huh. Like that's how this whole place was discovered. As they like to say, um, racism yeah and they founded it on racism it was built by racism so that's just a thing that's going to be deeply ingrained in America for a very long time and probably forever so like the shit that has been going on is crazy like when you bring up the guy who um, uh, was talking about Dave Chappelle's um, stand up Yeah, You know, you played it for me. I heard some of it. Um, I, you know, heard him say that he's a big fan of Dave Chappelle and that he felt like Dave Chappelle should have been funny. You know, he should have been, you know, making people laugh at a time like this. thing about it is nobody wants to laugh at a time like this. Like, if he would have went out there and actually tried to be really funny, it would have probably been kind of awkward. With everything going on in the world. Like, it's time to be funny about certain things. Like, when 9 11 happened, did comedians immediately come out making jokes? Hell no. And I'm not trying to compare a few people's deaths to a fucking plane running into a building or nothing, but I'm just saying, like, it's way too soon for anybody to be, you know, trying to do a stand up and be funny. At a time like this. And plus. um, The guy said. Well why did he even have to talk about that. And he named it after the. um, Amount of time that. The cop was on George Floyd's neck. And you know why do you have to do that. First of all. The man. Felt like he had to speak on it. Then he just felt he had to speak on it. So I don't see why you got to say you know. Well, why did he feel like he had to talk about it? Why wouldn't he talk about it? He even said in the stand up that he felt like a lot of people was waiting on him to say something, but he didn't because he felt like the people had it, that they didn't need Dave Chappelle to come around and say something. Yeah. He felt like the people had it, but, you know, it built up in him enough that he felt like, now I want to, you know, now I feel like I'm ready to say something and put my two cents in, and he did that. And everybody who knows Dave Chappelle knows that. Even though he is a funny guy, he's a smart guy. Like He is one of those comedians who I respect just like Eddie Griffin um, and just like Chris Rock. When they say something, they research and have a reason for why they say it. They make you think. Yeah, so when they say stuff, I believe them because like I said, they say it with such confidence and uh, say shit and let you know shit that you didn't even know. So like I said, they research this guy, whoever he was on YouTube. seemed like he did no research because anybody could tell you, Beyonce Taylor was not in the drug game. Where did that come from? She was an EMT, a doctor. Now, if you want to say a doctor is being in the drug game because they push pills, then maybe. But she's not no different from any other doctor. But you know, she wasn't no knee deep in no drug game. And Philando Castell was a legal gun owner, which if he let him get his permit like he was trying to, he saw that. Yeah. So I don't know where this guy got all his information from, but it's like I've always said, it don't matter what happens to black people. Black people is the main race that will never come together. Because when even when we try to be unified, it's always some dumb motherfuckers kissing all the white ass that they can't possibly can just so they can get views, just so they can get likes, just so they can get shares. So, because they know white people kissing white ass on social media is what's going to take you somewhere. Hell
0: yeah. Because at the end of the day, the thing that pisses me off so bad is like on this particular, you know, podcast, cutting no podcast. I love the fact that you know I can talk, you know, about whatever I want. Hell, any listeners of the podcast see, man, they talk about um police, they talk about America, they talk about shit that really needs to be talked about. And as far as it go for the racism, how would Stern has said and did this shit on his radio show or whatever, but he's still on there. Shit. That fool went from being a damn, uh, disc jockey on the damn, uh, radio to owning his own radio, you know, um, like a brand. There we go. To having his own, like, uh, brand. Like, out there, he got a, uh, talk show on XM Radio. Hell, the bastard, uh, what's that show? Um, not the X Factor, but, um, um, uh, America's Got Talent or something. Yeah, like, I think he'll judge on that. But, hell, that motherfucker corny as hell. I never heard of a Howard Stern song. Nick Cannon got out there was busting his ass. Still busting his ass. Because I can't remember if I said this or not, but this one thing I'ma say. To be honest, I didn't even know Nick Cannon been around as long as he been around. I the first time I ever like heard of him or seen him was on, on Drumline. So he been around since all that because I believe you said that um that's who they brought to like re- uh replace Keenan
1: and Kale? Uh basically. And plus he was on the Keenan and Kale show like for like a few guest appearances. Okay. So, yeah, he's been around since like the late nineties as far as that, that that I know. Yeah. Like if he's been in anything else before that, I'm not sure personally, but my earliest memory of him was like the late nineties uh era. Yes,
0: and I gotta give it to him. He <sighs> He was living a black man dream in America. He married the woman that everybody wanted to fuck. He had shows that he was on. He had music that he produced. He got he even had a stand-up special. Nick Cannon was doing so much just to get fired because of saying that he you know um black people are the original Hebrews and like you may mention in uh, the podcast entitled Bible anybody that listens to that will specifically hear you know um, how you um, read from the Bible about how Jesus like from that description that ain't no damn white man Not at all that ain't no white man or, uh, shit like for real so Nick Cannon was speaking truth but like I said that damn Professor Griff being a huge conspiracy nut Professor Griff videos are like some of
2: the best videos to look up because the one thing I give to Griff he is just like you concerning um like having receipts when he says something
0: now, for a lot of shit that he says, like, I feel like he just sit down too damn long in the house and don't be leaving to go no damn well. But Griff, don't nobody really fuck with him because they know Professor Griff is that guest that you have on your show whenever you're ready to commit career suicide. Cause Griff don't give a fuck what come out his mouth, and I really wish that there was a way that, like, what Professor Griff said, would you know, be highlighted. Cause from being a person that like would look up little different things about. The Illuminati and Aliyah Death and all of that. Like, he is like one of the best conspiracy guys to make videos. So, it's funny to me how nothing that Professor Griff said on that damn interview is being highlighted. But yet, what Nick Cannon said so damn highlighted, he didn't got fired. He didn't have to apologize. Huh. That's something, man. But. You can't do all that. Because your ass black. So, and then that corny fool um that was reacting to the Dave Chappelle 846 that I showed you. He... Had on a shirt that said Uncle Tom. Talking about how the way that I used to be, if I would have seen this Dave Chappelle special, I'd have been like, yeah, right on. But now that I have been saved, saved from what? Nigga, you black. You can't be, you can't be saved at all from being black. Because once you was brought into this world, you had to be brought up on a completely different set of rules from them damn
1: white folks. Well, when he said that he was saved, yeah. I, took it up, I took the assumption as being he meant he was saved Christian-wise. And if that's the case, yeah, he gone. Because Christian- Christianity is one of the biggest racist shits that you can ever find. Because like I said, Jesus don't look like that yet. They constantly pump into your head that that's what Jesus looks like because of Christianity, something that white people made up. Yeah. So of course, if he was quote unquote saved by his white Jesus, his white master, then of course he's going to uh, talk like that because like you said, he had a shirt that said Uncle Tom. I think he was talking about Uncle Tom the movie and yes. the and all that shit. That's shit like that. Made him cry. Uh, shit like that is just shit that house niggas do to just get views and likes and shares and the white money. You know, but as soon as white people get tired of you, your ass gonna be gone. Because with the whole Nick Cannon situation, all he said was blacks or the original Hebrews. He even said, you know, no hate, no hate speech, no nothing like that. Yeah. But meanwhile, like I, like you just said with Howard Stern, there's all the shit that he doesn't say. But I'll do you one better and one moderate. Look at all the shit Trump did not say. You mean the president? So, like, when white people can say whatever they want and get away with it. Like, I've already brought up the white people who have been caught saying nigga and have constantly been brought back to the spotlight. You know, like they have redeemed themselves or something. But when you, as a black person, say something that they don't like. Yeah. Ain't no coming back from that. And I always
0: uh, make mention of this. I believe I made mention of it on the um, like some different parts of America or um, hell. I might have even made mention of this on a part of police. Well, I'm about to make mention of it again right goddamn now. The 40-year-old titty seen around the world. Everybody know who the 40-year-old titty is. we talking about Janet Jackson. When Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake performed, we all seen Justin Timberlake reach at this woman titty. To grabbing at her wardrobe, pulling it off. Why the fuck did Janet Jackson have to apologize for what the fuck white ass did? That woman was sinking, and um, by the time that uh Justin Timberlake um pulled like her bra off or whatever. Like she couldn't believe it. She wasn't expecting that shit. But yet she had to apologize. Dear Lord, I at least for a month straight, I still don't remember that damn Justin Timberlake apology. Hell, like I have constantly said, and I don't I don't know how the hell it sound when I say it. But damn, being white in
1: America is fucking awesome. Lord. Because the racism in this country is blatant. Like, if you can't see it, I don't know how, because look at the way Bill Cosby got treated. But then look at how Trump, who had a bunch of women say the same thing about him, gets treated. Harvey Weinstein, I think he finally went to jail, but he took him... Years before they finally even went after him. When this was already knowledge that he was doing all this shit. But like I said, when Bill Cosby was first accused, like that, they had him in court, then found him guilty, had him in jail, or tried to take his star off the Hall of Fame or some shit like that. Yeah. uh, Got his show taken off of TV. Like, a lot of shit. And he ain't going to be no bouncing back or recovering because the moment he dies, the first thing they're all going to talk about is he was a rapist and blah, blah, blah. They ain't going to talk about all the shit that he was able to accomplish in his career. Because it's the same thing with Michael Jackson. When people bring him up, a lot of people don't talk about the shit he accomplished in his career. They talk about the downfall. So. But like I said, so many other white people in Hollywood have said racist shit way worse than what Nick Cannon said and are still around. Doesn't have to apologize. And even if they did apologize, as soon as they did it, oh, now it's over with. If Nick Cannon was white and said something racist, as soon as he said he apologized, his job would have been back.
0: There you go. They'd
1: be like, Well, he apologized. There's nothing else we can do so move past it and get over it and blah, blah, blah. But he apologized. They didn't give a damn. He still got his job, you know, uh, hosting that show, um, the Mad Singer. But his money was wilding out, cause the Mad Singer ain't his show. They can easily fire him or replace him whenever they want to. But wilding out, they couldn't fire him from that or or. Sorry about that. Um I heard the door kinda of move. I thought like somebody was out there or something. But um you know, he couldn't be replaced from Wildin' Out. That was his show. So now that he lost that, he really just lost his bread and butter. So Yeah. And the thing about Wildin' Out,
0: he was giving so many people chances. He was given the he was giving these young black comedians a chance to, you know, really um, become better known. Because DC Young Fly, all I knew him as uh, at first was, bring that ass here, boy. Then he became a character on Wild Out. Now that bastard uh, starring in movies. That's uh, who the main star was off How High too. Mm-hmm. So, Nick Cannon was doing so damn much, and like as far as it goes for Howard Stern, I'll just say this: If Nick Cannon would have did one of the things that Howard Stern would have did, oh, he would have been hated. Can you imagine? Nick Cannon having women get naked in the damn uh, radio like station because Howard Stern openly had like women get naked like at his station. Hell, um, on the movie that was made about him, I don't know if this part of the movie was true. But they even showed that Howard Stern made a woman like come have an orgasm over the damn radio. Yet again, if Nick Cannon would have did that, hell, I could only imagine the shit that would be said about Nick if he did that shit. Because hell. Like I say, that, huh, it ain't up at me, nah, man. Especially that damn Uncle Tom ass fool getting mad at Dave Chappelle for not being funny. My mom and dad brought me up on the same. There is a time and place for all things. It wasn't Dave's time to be damn funny they felt like talking speaking on the truth and 846 it had its funny parts but it was more known for the fact that it spoke truth so as far as they go for her the bullshit known as America. Like I say, man, this damn racism, boy, it's eating me up. And fuck it, I'm gonna say it. I'm tired of being black. Tired of being black. I'm sick and tired of every fucking store I go to. People looking at me like it's a chance that I could rob them. I'm tired of being black. Damn. Every time that the police see you, they are always double checking you, like looking at you extra hard because of the little shit that they think you could do. I still remember uh, that shit that was said on a program off the ID network that they pulled a black man over because he was, you know, driving appropriately. How the fuck does that even work? You pull him over for following the fucking like laws and standards then when they pulled him over of course they found damn marijuana in the trunk. Who'd ever thought it? It's funny these black folks show begin found with a lot of damn drugs, don't it? I swear, like, like I keep saying, shit just don't add up to me at all, man. I'm sick and tired of, like, the bullshit that black folks, you know, go through. Because I just said I'm tired of being black. And I know some people might listen. What? You're tired of being black? You racist? Try places with me. Now, if you're already black. You know what the hell I mean when I say I'm tired of damn being black. I'm tired of every time the police see me, it's a chance that I could get shot. I'm tired every time that I go into a store, there is the eye that is given to me like I am a criminal. I am tired of I me personally. I am not on the wrong side of the law. I am very thankful that I have never been arrested. But I know good and hell well that if I do get arrested for anything, they're going to try to throw the book at me. I don't know if um you ever was a beyond scared straight watcher, but they had a young black kid that um he basically like was using people credit card numbers online. Now yes, that is a horrible crime. Horrible. But for that that kid got over 30 years. Over 30 years for using the credit cards. But yet the fool that Dylan Roof, he murdered eight people. And was eating Burger King. America, a motherfucker,
1: ain't it? I mean, all I can say is that it doesn't surprise me. I'm not going to say I'm tired of being black, but I will say I'm just tired of the shit black people have to go through. Because, me personally, even though I, would, I always say things like uh, if we trade places, white people would hate to you know, trade with black people. And black people would love to trade with white people. Even though that's true, I personally would not want to be any other color but black because we are the only race in the world that, I mean, just think about it. We are the only race in the world that can make anything popular. The way we dress, that becomes popular. The way we uh, talk, that becomes popular. The music we do, that becomes popular. Like, whatever black people do becomes the cool thing or becomes the popular thing. Yeah. And anybody who was ever white considered cool stole from black people. Yeah. Like Elvis stole a lot from black people. James Brown. But he's considered to be like one of the coolest white guys. Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, one of the coolest white guys. But yet he stole from black people. So, like, everything black people have done, from our style, like I said, the way we talk, the way we wear our hair, the way we do anything, always becomes, like, the popular thing to do. So, yeah. that's why I would say, and plus, the Bible says that Jesus was dark skinned with woolly hair. So, I'm not going to say the Bible said Jesus was black, because the Bible didn't say Jesus was black. Because like I said before, black is a term that they invented for us when they brought us over here as slaves. We weren't referred to as black back then. That was just all uh, color they picked to demean us when they knew good and hell well, we weren't actually the color black. Like I said, your wheelchair is black. But I'd be damned if I ever seen a person that damn dark. I see some dark skinned people, but not that dark. Hell yeah. Um, the Bible referred to it as bronze, but in this country, like like I said, the racism runs so deep, and a lot of people try to. That's one of the reasons why, you know. Um, in the religion and politics podcast, uh, that was exactly why I believe I said. I'm not sure because I haven't like listened back to it. Yeah, but if you listen back to it, racism was like a big thing in both religion and politics. I think I I think I mentioned uh, in one episode about how white people believe that black people. Some white people. I'm not gonna say all, but <laughs> you know, some white people believe that black people are descendants. Of, we're like cursed descendants of Cain. Basically, that's why our skin is dark, because God put a mark on Cain and said all his descendants would have it and be the accursed people, and that mark grew and took over our skin, and that's why black people go through so much hell. Like, y'all can say that, but meanwhile, Jesus must have had that mark, because he was dark-skinned. Hell yeah. So, like, like the guy said on the, um, the Uncle Tom guy, he uh, said he quote-unquote got, got saved and saw the light. No, you got saved and saw the white. There you go. Because, like I said about on um, Christianity, it has a very racist backstory because it was invented by white people, pushed on the black people by white people, and constantly shows you a picture of a man who's supposed to be Jesus, But the Bible clearly says that's not. That's why I say there's always going to be white supremacy in America. As long as y'all keep bowing down to pictures of white men that y'all believe is God or Jesus. Uh How, How can it not be white supremacy when you're worshiping white people? So I never did understand that. But there's actually a video I want to play. Yeah. Since we are speaking about uh racism. This video I'm gonna play uh this is about uh three and a half minutes long. I might not play the whole thing, but okay. It's from an old uh older white woman. And her name is uh, let me see, her name is uh Jane Elliott. Okay. And I just wanna play this and have y'all listen to it to hear a little bit something about what she says about like the topic of racism and religion and stuff like that. So here it is.
3: Any white person who was born, raised and schooled in the United States of America, if you aren't a racist, you're a miracle. Either that or you decided to educate yourself. Because education in this country is about white is right, brown's all right, black's got to stand back. Yellow's mellow, but whites, we we educate in a way that says that white males have done all the adventures, have made all the adventures, have done all the discovering, have made all everything that is good and has been accomplished has been accomplished according to social studies, which is actually anti-social studies, by white males. It's a lie, but we do that in order to maintain the myth of white superiority. The myth of race has to be maintained at all costs in this country. Because if white people have to give up the color of their skin as being something that makes them perfect, what do they have left? If we start teaching the truth about history, if we start teaching about Nile Valley contributions to civilization, it will totally change the way we conduct ourselves in the classroom. It will have to. Columbus didn't discover America. You can't discover a place where people are already living. But we celebrate that every October. It's a lie. We need to get over it. We we need to stop telling the myths and start telling the truth. So when you tell people that they're racist and it it must have some kind of effect because most people will say i'm not racist i'm not a racist why some of my best friends are black yeah then you say name one (laughs) or this one i don't see color and when some woman says to me i don't see color i say I knew that if you saw color, you wouldn't dye your hair that way. Or I say if you didn't if you saw color, you wouldn't wear that shirt with those pants. I believe that you don't see color. It's an attempt to deny skin color. And it's an attempt an attempt to deny what's wrong with seeing the color of my skin. Is it all right for you to see me kind of pink? It's okay for me. I don't mind, and I suspect that you don't mind being seen the color you are. You have a right to be what you are. And until people in this country... And people in this world get it into their heads that the first modern human beings that evolved on this earth were black women. They evolved in sub-Saharan Africa about 280,000 years ago. And every human being on the face of the earth today has the memory of those black women's genetic structure in their genes. Now we don't want to admit that, but that's the way it is. And people, as people moved farther and farther from the equator, their bodies produced less and less melanin, so their hair, their skin, and their eyes got lighter. As they moved into the east, they ate a lot of fish and a lot of vegetables, so their skin took on a different tone. I found I found that out when I was raising little kids. My husband worked in a supermarket. He, had, he was the head of the produce department. And they had lots of oranges that they couldn't sell. So we'd bring them home. And I was feeding my kids orange juice like you never saw in your life. They began to have an orange cast to their skin. I thought they had something, a little problem. So I took her to the doctor and she said, where are you feeding these kids? I said, well, lots of orange juice. She said, stop it if you want to stop being orange. Now, if you think that skin color isn't anything other than the body's natural reaction to the natural environment, get over it. So... If all white people are racist, according to you, can they be reprogrammed? Of course they can. Of course they can. Of course they can be. It's called education. I'm an educator. The word educator comes from the root ductus, which means lead, the prefix e, which means out, the suffix ate, which means the act of, and the suffix or, which means one who does. An educator is one who is engaged in the act of leading people out of ignorance.
1: Like, just from that video alone. And that was an old white woman saying that. Yeah. But out of that video alone, that just goes to show you the uh, thinking pattern in America. That people so strongly like to believe the shit that, you know, we are taught in history class and the shit that we're taught in social studies and shit like that. But when you actually do the real research, the shit that they don't teach you, you know, you actually find out. I'm not saying like black people are superior in any way, but to act like black people are not a huge part of human history, it, that says it all. Because like I said, they always celebrate black history one month, and that's the shortest month of the year in February. But to act like our history ain't mean anything or don't mean much like that in in and of itself tells you the thinking pattern pattern of america because every day i suppose their history huh it's called american history but when anybody black do something it's black history african-american history because they don't want to like the lady said in the video uh the concept of race has to survive in this country they keep saying stuff like oh they don't care about race or they don't see race that's the case. Why is it on every application you fill out, race is there? What's that got to do with anything? It must have something to do with it because every no matter what you fill out, race is gonna be there. Hell yeah. Hell, even your driver's license. Driver's license got your face on it. They can see your face clear as day, but it still says your race on your driver's license. Hell yeah. So to for them to try to act like race isn't important or race isn't a thing is bullshit when the country is obviously telling you something different. I don't know what these people are seeing or what they are watching or what they are believing or what they might be smoking. But like I said, to act like racism isn't a thing or act like it's not a big problem is mind blowing to me. And nobody's talking about slavery. Nobody's talking about the civil rights era. We're talking about today. We're talking about stuff that just happened months ago. Because that was one thing that one black guy did on Facebook that pissed me off. He was um, in the car talking about, you know, white people of today. Y'all are not to blame for, you know, what happened you know, hundreds of years ago and what your ancestors did and all that. But I was sitting there watching it like, who is talking about hundreds of years ago? Black Lives Matter is not talking about what happened hundreds of years ago. If that was the case, it would have been existed. We're talking about what happened yesterday. Yeah, we're talking about shit that happened recently. So I don't know where white people or some black people get the notion that this is all about uh, slavery and what happened all those years ago. It's about shit that's going on now. And... One thing, if you're going to talk about racism, you got to talk about this word because it's like the number one word thought of about racism, and that's nigger. Uh-oh. So what bothers me is Don't tell me. that's a word that when white people get mad at black people, they use. I've said this before on social media, like years ago, I believe that every white person on earth has used the N word at least once. Now, when I made that comment, a lot of white people replied to it saying, no, I've never used it. and I've teached my kids not to use it and blah, blah, blah. But when I say something like that, I still mean it because the majority in America, you've had to use it. I don't care if you used it in a friendly way or you just said in a rap song or, you know, however you might have said, it. I believe every white person has used it. I'm not saying every white person has used it in a hateful way. Because I remember you told me a story um, and um, I got a co-worker who has a similar story about where you have like a white friend yeah. who is really, really close to you and like when it's just y'all two, sometimes they say the n-word. Yeah. And you be like whatever. Yeah. But if they go out in public and do that and get in their ass Whoa, it's going to be a really big problem. Now, if you know somebody well enough and behind closed doors, they say it like, why would I have a problem with that? But still in all, yeah, I know people like to say, you know, freedom of speech and blah, 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 freedom of expression, although they don't care about that for us, mm-hmm. but they like to say that a lot. Yes, it's true. You can say whatever the hell you want to say. If white person want to go come out and say nigga, 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 as much as they want, they have every right to do that. That's in their rights. That don't mean that there won't be a punishment or repercussions towards it for whatever you say. Like, this is the uh, land of the free where you got uh, the right to freedom of speech, the right to freedom of expression. Nick Cannon tried to use his right. He got fired. Mm-hmm. So, of course, when if y'all try to use y'all rights to say whatever you want, you can say it. But when you get punished, however you get punished, whether it's fired or suspended or even getting your ass whooped. Hell yeah. For every action, there's a reaction. So if you say something like that, what comes to you is going to come to you. But white people are so used to where they can say what they want and get away with it. There's a reason why it's called white power. And when they feel like that power is slipping. They get pissed. It's one of the reasons why they hate Black Lives Matter. It's one of the same reasons why they hated all the civil rights movement. I'm not saying everybody who was against Black Lives Matter is a racist. But deep down inside, they feel that white power slipping. And I've seen on social media. You know, because, you know, a lot of these athletes are doing the kneeling thing for the National Anthem. Yeah. Now, a while back ago, it was mostly just uh, Colin Kaepernick. There you go. Start started off with him. Now, baseball, basketball, football, like, a lot of people are doing it. Even NASCAR, a lot of people are doing it. But when somebody stands up and they don't kneel, they get all the attention. They get called the hero. They get called, oh, look at this uh, good American here who's standing and blah, blah, blah. Now, if you want to stand for the National Anthem, fine, stand. I'm not stopping you or anything. But the problem is they're not heroes or brave people just because they conform, they, um, conform to what America wants them to do. The same shit that they have been pushing for years. You're just going along with what you were taught to do. You were taught when the National Anthem come on, you stand, you put your hand over your heart. So you're just doing what you were taught to do. If somebody can break away from that and see the truth, that's who are the ones who are truly brave. The ones who venture outside of what they were taught. The ones who venture outside of what is considered the norm. You know, they're the ones who are truly brave. To stay in that little bubble is not brave and it don't make you a hero. So again... I don't have a problem with people standing for the National Anthem. If that's what you want to do, fine. But like I said, it's not like that makes them heroic or anything in any way. Uh, But that's the way they're pushed because that's what America wants you to do. If you cannot do what America wants you to do, you become a problem automatically. Mm -hmm. Sounds like a dictatorship for the country that's supposed to be the land of the uh, free But you have to do whatever America wants you to do. Otherwise, you're a problem. You have to say what America wants you to say. Otherwise, you're a problem. So very true. Yeah. So that's why when it comes to racism in America. There was always a pecking order from the moment this country was founded. White people were supposed to be superior and supposed to be on top. I've said this before, but the Constitution says all men are created equal, yet they wrote that and signed that while owning slaves. Mm -hmm. So they didn't even view black people as human, Mm -hmm. or anybody of color as human, only themselves and each other. So when they said all men were created equal, they were talking about white people. So this country was founded on white people being superior. That doesn't just go away. I know America's like 300 whatever years old, but even that amount of time, that doesn't just go away. That's why so many of them love to use the Constitution and they love to use their amendment rights because that shit was written for them. When we try to use it or say something about it, look what happens. huh? We can't use the right to bear arms. We thugs if we do that. Huh. When they do it, they're just outstanding citizens. when they use their freedom of uh, speech, it's cool it's controversial you know, like you said with Howard Stern doing all he did it becomes the cool thing but when a black person does it, it becomes a bad thing When white people riot for football games, that's people using their own um, rights. We break out into a riot that white people start. In Black Lives Matter, we're thugs and criminals and we're t- terrible people. Hell. Uh-huh. Why? Because the amendments were written for them. The Constitution was written for them. So when we use it, they use it against us. Hell. Uh-huh.
2: You're telling the damn truth. I swear you are.
1: But. That's how it's always been. Nine times out of ten, that's how it's always going to be. Because every single time we try, I don't understand how people don't understand. Because here's the thing. Talk to me. When the guy was talking about Breonna Taylor and uh, Philando Castell. Okay. Talk to me. It doesn't matter. Not that it's true. But even if it was true and Breonna Taylor was knee deep in the drug game as he liked to put it. Yeah. That had nothing to do with the situation. When they broke into her house while she was sleeping and shot her eight times they even said themselves they were looking for somebody else who was already in jail. They weren't even looking for her. So if she was so knee deep in the drug game. Why were they there, if they weren't even supposed to be there? Huh? Because let's not act like I said this before as well. Talk to me. Cops know everything moving. Yeah, they know who has the guns. They give them to them half the time. They know who has the drugs. They give it to them half the time. Every time they take something into evidence, like guns or drugs or whatever, they put it right back out on the street so they can have something to do, people to arrest, and maybe even kill. Huh? So cops know exactly who's dealing drugs. They know exactly who has guns. Yeah. They, they know all that. So if they shot Breonna Taylor dead, why didn't they ever come out and say, you know she was doing drugs, right? Oh. Uh, well, when it come down to it, because
2: The video where that idiot was, you know, basically responding to the Dave Chappelle 846. At the end of the day, I guess he felt like he had to do it because good old white man, you ain't going to talk about him because I've never heard of the movie Uncle Tom. I damn sure ain't watching it. Cause I swear, just the name Uncle Tom. Like, I know that, you know, there is, you know, different types of Uncle Toms. But that fool that was talking against Dave Chappelle 846, there is a time and a place for everything, like I said earlier. Dave Chappelle is a genius. Dave Chappelle is able to do select shit that can't no other comedian do. Let me give you an example. When Dave Chappelle uh, first made his return back after, you know, he uh, came back from Africa or whatever, Mm -hmm. he did um, a routine where he was going to describe where he met O.J. Simpson four times. Well, when Dave Chappelle got to the fourth time where he met O.J. Simpson, he already had ended the show. Like, he was, um, he told the people, all right, good night, and all that. They was playing his music. He was walking away. Then Dave came back, wait, 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 wait. Then he said, you know, the fourth time he met OJ Simpson. Only when you're a vet can you do some shit like that. Cause everybody knows I love to talk about um comedy as my, you know, form that I would like to, you know, um dip into. But I know good and hell well. If I roll out there on the uh, stage, do my set, and there is a joke that pops in my mind after I'm done, wait, 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 what the hell is this nigga rolling back for? I forgot to... Boo! Boo! That's what the hell I'm gonna get. But, like I say, only a vet is able to do the shit that he did, and... That eight forty six, it is funny. See, that motherfucker just was trying to look at it, and I guess he um has a different level of comedy because for that Dave Chappelle eight forty six, that shit was hilarious to me, and what made it hilarious. Dave took the bullshit that we here in America see the police as murdering innocent people. He took that and twisted it in such a way where, number one, people's eyes were opening up. But if you watch that at the same time, Dave slipped in a joke or two to make you laugh. But that particular routine, he wasn't trying to be funny. He was just, you know, letting people know what was going on. And I just can't wait for my birthday to come around because it's hard to believe the coronavirus still happening, ain't it?
1: No, not really. Because we were warned a long time ago about it, but... Shit, from what they're saying, it's probably going to be at least, at the very least, two years before things might go back to normal. And that's, like I said, the least. It could be more than that. So, shit's just, it's going to be crazy. And one thing that always has gotten me as well. Yeah. I was talking about the N-word earlier. Mm Mm-hmm. One thing that kills me is when white people like to say, you know, well, if they don't want to be called anywhere, maybe they should stop calling each other that. There are a ton of racist terms out there that racist, you know, other races don't call each other or themselves. Does that stop people from using them? Hell no. That's like saying, well, you know, if gay people don't want to be called faggots. They shouldn't call each other faggots. They don't call each other that, but you still do it. Okay. So if black people stop calling each other nigger or stop using that term, that's not going to stop white people from using it. That's going to make them want to use it more. Hell yeah! Like I feel like if all black people, all black people came together and made a pact, like we will not use the N word no more, and we actually stuck to it and didn't use it, white people would be going around calling each other probably nigger, and calling us that. There you go. So I don't understand how people would ever say uh, if black people don't want to be called that, they should stop calling each other that. I think y'all just mad because we're the only race with the style to take a negative because white people invented that word. It was originally nigger. That was the first term before nigger. But we was the only race smooth enough, cool enough to take a negative and turn it into a positive positive towards our thing now but it's our thing so much now they won't in on it a lot of them use it out of hatred but there's some people who use it who you know try to use it like black people use it some white people be trying to use it as a term of endearment but that's why I said I would never be tired of being black because we're the only race that can do stuff like that even though we go through so much hell but uh, we got about a minute left, brother, so go on ahead and wrap it up, if you will.
2: Not a problem. As I always say, at the end of every Cutting Up podcast that we do, most definitely, we are going to be back with another topic. Just keep tuning in to us.